welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Loga the Barbarian. And I'm joined today by Direct Sun, the author of Aberrant Reflections. Welcome. Hi, Logar. Thanks for having me. It's great having you. You have a project for Zine Month. Is that correct? That's absolutely correct. And uh, it looks like a dungeon. I'm a sucker for dungeons. It is a dungeon. It's a dungeon adventure. It's a mirror-themed dungeon adventure and uh, takes inspiration from Zelda and Metroidvania games. Well, I'm going to be 100% honest. I am, I am totally ignorant when it comes to video games. <laughs> That's one thing that I never got into. So what can I expect if it's taking from those? Like what types of things did you pull from those? Because I'm not really sure what's in them. <laughs> sure. No problem. Um, so I'm actually this way, that way now. Um, <laughs> I can't remember the last time I really played a, a video game now. Um, definitely more into uh, tabletop role-playing games. My dad's the one with the VR set up. He's got Beat Saber set up. <laughs> like, oh, man. Have you played this game? Uh, going for the high score is so hard. But yeah, I digress. <laughs> no, um, that's good. We do that a lot here. It's half the show. <laughs> but uh, some of my earliest uh, video game experiences were with uh, Zelda, and their dungeons are um, very tailored to um, a certain kind of experience that I felt was lacking in my, uh, my TTRPG games. Uh, and that's they teach the player how to uh, use certain mechanics. They're either teaching teaching a mechanic, they're subverting a mechanic that, that they've already shown you, or they're what's the other one? Teaching mechanics, subverting a mechanic, or showcasing mechanic. That's it. And um, this kind of back and forth style of introducing something and uh, kind of building on it and working your way through it and solving like a puzzle box dungeon from the inside is what I kind of wanted to go for. A lot of the puzzles that I saw in TTRPGs were like riddles and just kind of thrown in there for like no reason other than they're just there. They weren't like, didn't feel like they made sense to me. And I wanted to bring that into my TTRPGs. So you're saying that with the puzzles, there's going to be, is, so the puzzles are part of the larger dungeon you're saying? Is is that what you're getting at? So in true OSR fashion, I'd say, um, you can approach these things from, from any way uh, you want. Players can come at them from, from all different angles, but uh, it's integrated with the dungeon itself. So any items that you might pick up will help you get into an area that you saw earlier, like maybe with a thick, a thick uh, stone door, uh, you know, you be like, I want to come back to this spot. I know I can get in here. So you get a specific item to learn how to use it. And then you come back and you say, ah, now I want to backtrack. And all of a sudden backtracking is fun because you go back to all these things that you couldn't get to before. And now you know how to interact with it. And you are the master of your environment. That's what I wanted to capture a little bit of. That's a good approach to putting together a dungeon. I wish we would have had this. We just did Dungeon Week not that long ago. I wish we would have had some of this to talk about then. <laughs> I like that. And I like I like going in and really digging around in a dungeon and exploring and having those places where you can't get in, having to go back to them later. That sounds like a lot of fun. I think that's a definitely an adventure I'd like to be playing. Now, you have Jacob Fleming doing the art. And if our listeners aren't familiar, 
Jacob Fleming did in the shadow of Tower Silver Axe also did the new that that other Manicore adventure that should be coming out. I haven't I kickstarted it. I haven't yeah. seen it yet. I'm excited for it. Real yeah, good stuff. It should be really fun. His stuff has just become iconic in uh, the OSR community. It just kind of drips with feeling. And as soon as I saw Tower of Silver Axe last year, I was like, I need to work with this person. So I, I was very happy when uh, they said that they could be on board for this. And I'm so excited to get this thing kickstarted and uh, get some more illustrations from them because everything that they've produced so far has been fantastic. Yeah, I'm excited. This is this looks like a pretty fun adventure. Now, we're kind of recording ahead of time, so I'm not 100% sure what time this is going to drop. Uh, but this is releasing the beginning of February. It's a two-week campaign, correct? That's right. It's running from February 1st through the 14th. And where are where is this crowdfunding through? Yeah, so you can go to puzzledungeon.com, and that'll take you to the Kickstarter page, and you can go back it there. Okay, that's excellent. We'll We'll make sure we get some links to that in there. So what system are we looking at here for this dungeon uh system neutral logar ah i like that i'm a big fan of doing that stuff <laughs> so i i released a puzzle dungeon adventure last year actually for zine quest the seer's sanctum and uh, i did the same thing uh so the monsters have stats and they'll have stats in this one as well but um they'll mostly just kind of emphasize uh like hit dice and also general uh, power level of the monster with some advice on, you know, if you need a save or if you need a stat, plug this thing in here or there. And you should make it, you should be able to make it work with any rule set you want, really. Oh, that works. I like that. I'm, I'm a big fan of that. I would like to see more system neutral or general stuff like that because it's easier to be able to bring it into game instead of having to be, oh, well, I have to be running this. So. Yeah, for sure. I give that a kudos thumbs up. It's great, especially when you're putting out zines, I think. What got you into wanting to put together role-playing zines and adventures with dungeons? Yeah, I think before I started playing uh, D&D, I had this idea in my head on what it would be like. Um, and I think a lot of that came from those, those early video games that I had played. I, I had no idea really how to play it. I inherited these books from you know, a friend of a friend. And I was like, this looks incredible. There was an audio CD that came with a box set also. And there was like scripted dialogue. And I was like, I, I need to figure out how to play this. And my earliest experiences, I was just kind of winging it with, uh, you know, whoever would um, sit down with me and uh, tolerate me going through <laughs> this stuff. But, you know, when I got some printed modules, I got some printed adventures. I just, you know, Lupine Lords, like there's a riddle from, um, what is it? Uh, oh boy, there's a manicure on the cover. It's uh, White Plume Mountain. Oh, yes. Yeah, the, the first riddle from that, like it's a really fun dungeon. Uh, there's lots of stuff to poke and prod and experiment with, but there's a riddle in the beginning and it's it's just a word riddle. They never really made sense to me in in modules, right? Like why why is there wordplay for English? you know, words, <laughs> what, how does this make sense? And how is this fun? Like it doesn't tie into anything. It's not interesting. You don't get to poke or prod or experiment with anything for it. 
I mean, there are a lot of really fun things to interact with in that dungeon. They call it a fun house dungeon for a reason. But yeah, I just wanted better, better puzzles. I wanted better experience. And the OSR really uh, scratched that itch for me. Uh, and then I just wanted to take it a step further and create a dungeon that you could solve like a Rubik's Cube from the inside. I like that. I'm, 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 I'm very, I'm excited to see the, the actual like finished project here. I'm going to probably have to try to see if I can have enough money to back it when it comes time. <laughs> I'm curious. Well, I am actually offering community copies as well. Um, so if you are a student or if you're someone uh, experiencing financial difficulties and you need a discount, you can uh, totally back at that level. You've done other works previous to this. Did you just do the previous zine month or have you done other ones beside that? Yeah. Um, my first experience uh, with publishing zines was with zine month last year. And it was really a whirlwind, actually, because I had released a digital copy of the Seer Sanctum in uh, 2019 December, right? Yes. And I wasn't sure if I was going to do a print version. I had an idea in my head. I was like, oh, I want a removable cover, like through Old Tan's door. That's going to be really cool. And I, w I wanted to get something out because I had been working on this for a while. I wanted to get something out before my son was born because I knew when that happened, I wasn't going to have a lot of time. Oh, I and know about that. <laughs> <laughs> so I got it. I got it out. I posted on Drive Through RPG and then. My, my son was born. It was incredible. It was an amazing experience. And like, we're in the hospital. This is like the time, like two hours or so when, you know, trying to get some sleep in between any craziness or doctors coming in doing crazy stuff. Um, and I'm just looking on my phone. I can't sleep. And I see that 10 foot pole did a review of uh, the Seer Sanctum and they called it the best. And they gave this really uh, flattering review and they also tore it apart, but um, <laughs> it it just, it was incredible. Like so many things just happening at once and uh, it was a great experience. And I was like, I want to do Zine Quest. I want to try and get something uh, crowdfunding starting in February and get that out there. And yeah, it, it did really well. It funded, uh, you know, it fulfilled it. People seemed to like it uh, and I want to do another one. So I'm doing Aberrant Reflections. Excellent. So how is that whole process of dealing with Kickstarter, getting it up there, getting it funded, promoting it, getting attention? What all did you do along those lines? How was that? Yeah. So this year has been uh, really different than last year. I know a lot more going into it than I did uh, previous. And the Z Month Discord has been uh, invaluable. Uh, the workshops that they have there, um, I've learned a lot from there. It's just been a really hardcore marketing push, I think, this year. Tony from OnePlusXP has done and hosted a bunch of the workshops, and it's been, you know, really cool. I was able to get onto a uh, live play, an actual play stream on their channel, and that was a lot of fun. I'm just doing a lot more promotion this year than I did before. Oh, we got on Dicebreaker. Uh, Dicebreaker did an article on the, the Kickstarter that really bumped the followers. I'm, I'm really excited. I, I really hope that it funds. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hope so, too. I think I think your chances are pretty good. If people are getting really excited about Zine Month, I know a lot of folks are, are kind of starting to look around and see what they're going to be back. And I think that I think it's going to be I think every February 
we'll probably be seeing something like this. I may be wrong. I think there's things shifting around with how crowdfunding are going to be handled. We'll see. And I've noticed other people yeah. starting to use other things differently. GameFound seems really neat. They got a nice website and uh, at least Tony from OnePlusXB and a few other people have said, I mean, they're in the beta. They say that it's it's really slick. Now, GameFound focuses most, is that mostly on role-playing games or is it other types? Mostly of on like... board games. But... Okay. I mean, just not stopping people. Didn't stop people from putting their stuff on itch, even though that they're primarily video games. Yeah. You know, I know itch is primarily video games. And my thing about itch is always that I can't really just search role-playing games on there. It's hard to find them, but a lot of folks are putting them up there. I wish they'd change that interface to cater to us who are looking for role-playing games specifically. There is kind of a void for our niche hobby, isn't there? Yeah. Kickstarter has been the place where it's at. And I know there's a lot of people who have been like talking about leaving it and stuff like that. So I, I'm just, I'm wondering how things are going to look in the next couple of years. And I think there's still going to be a zine quest this year, just in the middle of the summer is what they're saying. So, yeah, I don't know how that's going to go either because people had said that usually August sales slump for TTRPG stuff because it's the same month as, uh, is it Gary Con or Gen Con? I, I'm um, not sure which convention, but I've heard that as well. Hmm. So I don't know how that's going to go. No, we'll see. Now we're coming close on time before we, we finish up here. I'd like you to let all of our listeners know where they can find you, your games, everything else, any social media uh, that you'd like for them to follow or any websites they can visit to find more of your work. People can find me on Twitter at direct sun games. That's sun with a U. You can find some of the games to purchase at directsungames.com. Uh, you can back the Aberrant Reflections Kickstarter at puzzledungeon.com. And I think that's it. Did you ask for anything else? No, I mean, any any related links you have, we're looking for. <laughs> Just make sure people can find them. And if you could, send me a message with those uh, links in there and I'll make sure we can put them in the show notes when this Absolutely. goes live. Yeah, thanks for having me, Logar. Thanks for squeezing me in. Oh, no doubt. Thanks for coming on. It's been a pleasure. And if you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please give us a positive review. Tell your friends about it. You can follow us on Facebook at Wobblies and Wizards. Just search Wobblies and Wizards. We're pretty easy to find. We post there a lot. We've been doing Patreon here recently. We just started a Patreon. We love your support. You know, it takes us time and, and money out of our own pockets to put this out daily. Any support you can give would be a big help. Patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. I'm on Twitter at Logar Hale Crom and keep those dice rolling. <laughs>